Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special bonus episode of Birds vs. Boys here on Black Friday. We hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. The Dallas Cowboys played a football game yesterday against the Washington Commanders, (laughs) and now we are here to talk about the Eagles and the Bills on Sunday. Aiden, are you excited? I'm very excited. We talked about this on our previous show. This is the best week of football all year, whether it's college, some high schools even do their rivalry games this week, Turkey Bowl stuff, your backyard football game for everyone past their prime who's still got a little competitive fire and juice. They're all there. That just, you just reminded me. And spoiler alert, we're recording this before Thanksgiving. I just remembered. You just reminded me, my new neighborhood, and this is my first Thanksgiving here, they told me on Thanksgiving in our big field that we have here, there's like we there's a morning football game with all like the dads and shit that live what? in the neighborhood. Oh, you got to put on. I, totally I'm forgot. Sending, I know it's Thanksgiving. I'm sending Vince out with a camera crew so we I can get totally highlights forgot. playing. <laughs> oh. This is not That's good because awesome. I felt a pop in my knee today at the gym when I was squatting, warming Same. up. I... I walked away. I never did that before. I was like, okay, nope, not a not a day to squat. I did other like things, but oh, all right. I got to get a nice pack on. I got to start stretching. Massage gun it up. We got to yep. be ready for Thursday. Got to be ready for Thursday. I got this like little knot thingy. I got I got all the tools. Okay, please subscribe to our YouTube. <laughs> yep. All right. Sorry about that. That's, Eagles, that's Eagles amazing. Goals. That goes to my point. This is the best football week of the year, whether it's your backyard football game, a college rivalry game, high school rivalry game, or the NFL. And we had uh, the Eagles are in a good spot, nine and one going into this game. Big game against the Bills, who I think the record doesn't speak for themselves. I think mm-hmm. that they are still a really good team. They are definitely a, a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type of team, but I don't think any less of them. And I think it'll be a really good game. So this is this is fun. And after that Chiefs game, I'm ready to roll again. Over under two interceptions. No, better. Who has more turnovers, Jalen Hurts or? Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. (laughs) Josh Allen. That was one of the points that I was going to have is the Eagles could really capitalize on that. Against good teams, Josh Allen just can't have that like WTF moment where he throws it in triple coverage or he spins around and tries to underhand a ball or in the playoff game where he tried to lateral it. Like he just can't have two or three of those plays against the Eagles and against good teams, but I think he might. And I think that would be uh, detrimental to, to this team. My my prediction is that Reed Blankenship's going to get him. I, I can see why. that. I can I can honestly see that though. He's very instinctual. I think he reads quarterbacks well. And I think a part of Josh Allen's problem it's been is kind of like not thinking through things, letting it rip, and Reed Blankenship kind of takes advantage of that with a, a high football IQ. It's been a while since he's got one too. He had a few and he was hurt, so that kind of plays why. Uh and then also I think that they could get some pressure on him. We'll we'll get into all that. I will say, when I looked at the schedule and just did like May predictions. I had this as a win through and through just where it was in the schedule, when it was with it being at home. And I'll tell you what, you know, this about me and our group gets on me about this all the time. My brain gets stuck on like past references. Mm -hmm. And once my, they're in my brain, they're there and they're stuck. 
how many times will I quote the same office episodes, the same song lyrics? Like there's just certain things that are stuck in my brain, but some of the things that are stuck in my brain is the Eagles past performances against the bills. And they have had success against the bills. They beat them in 2019. They beat them in 2015. They've beaten them a lot recently and it's just stuck in my brain now. And I'm just thinking scheduled win and I can't get it out of my brain. Now, did you have this as a scheduled win also because you had the Chiefs game as a loss and you yes. thought they would bounce back at home? <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> See? I didn't I know, think they'd I know lose the back to back games and I thought they would lose the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just that is, see, uh, yeah, there's just some things. I that is exactly how it played out in my mind and my thought process back in Memorial Day. <laughs> you are 100 correct, but I'm still a little confident. Although now I'm like a little worried because I was like, I don't, I didn't think the Bills would be freaking six and five or five and five going into this game and looking on the outside of the playoffs, looking in to the Steelers. Yeah, th- this is a. uh this is a, I don't want to say it's a must win for the Bills, but it's a, it's pretty damn close to that. They're getting, it's getting close to that time. And I'm really glad that they just manhandled the Jets like that. Cause I feel like, I think if they lose to the Jets, this becomes like, if you lose to the Eagles, your season's over. Yes. You know, and it, it, you just, you're playing a team that burns the boats. So I don't think there's as much there. And, you know, it's AFC versus NFC. So the games matter like a, it, I don't want to say this at all. Like, statistically speaking matter slightly less in terms of tiebreakers right so it it wouldn't be the end of their season if they lost this game it would have been if they lost that jets game yes yep but it's it's one of those turnaround your season games right you're going against Mm -hmm. the top team in not only the nfc but in the in the league only one loss to that jets team you win this game and all of a sudden the swagger comes back. The media comes back talking about you is Josh, you know, all of that starts to come back to you. That's the concern. Yeah. That that's the concern in the back of my brain, to be honest with you. And just looking at their schedule here, like they, they still have to play the Eagles. They have to play the chiefs. They have to play the Cowboys. Uh, they'll beat the chargers by three. Cause everybody does. They have the dolphins at the end of the year. So, I do think it's like, like you said, it's like, this is the game that gets you back on track. Like it gets people paying attention to you, but I'll tell you what, it's just like, I don't know the the games that they lose. It's not like they're losing big games and it's like, Oh, they're just missing that statement win. Like they lost to the jets to start the season. They turned the ball over four times. They lost to the Jaguars. Same kind of thing. They lost to the Patriots at, at, at new England. Same thing. And they lost to the Bengals on Sunday night. It's just like the losses that they have are just like they can't get out of their own way type of losses. So, I, you know, it's it's one thing where I'd be like, they got to win against this really good team to prove they can beat good teams. It's like you guys just have to be more consistent, you know? And the other thing about this game on a non-X's and O's portion that I'm going to bring in is this game is in Philadelphia yeah, on Sunday. Of Thanksgiving, the entire city is going to be coming off a four or five day bender. It's the end of of this holiday weekend, and they have the vibes of just beating the Chiefs in Kansas City, and now they get to come home and just unload on the Buffalo Bills. I think that place is going to be absolutely drunken and rocking. I know about six tailgates next Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm not that is not being facetious or exaggerating. I genuinely know six tailgates that are going down. Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those days. 
425 game too on a Sunday. Love that when it's at home because it gives you a little extra. And it's one of those games like the Bills don't always come to town, right? And they're a good Mm -hmm. team. So people want to go to this game. Definitely want to go to this game. And if Bills fans, it's still, it is the only situation in the world where opposing fans are welcome. Yes. There is a mutual respect for the insanity of our two fan bases. Mm -hmm. We watch them go through those tables and cover themselves in mustard for no reason every tailgate. And it's like, all right, you're just as insane as I am. We're going to be friends. It, on our last show, we talked about the, uh Leonardo DiCaprio and Jonah Hill and Wolf yeah. of Wall Street and how they were yeah. just like, mentally, we're we're two fucked up guys. <laughs> they became best friends. That's the Bills and the <laughs> Eagles fan base. Is like, mentally, I don't know if we're all put together. They were the nicest people in the world, by the way, when I went up Yes, that, that's what I was going to say. People in Buffalo are extremely nice. Um, mm-hmm. They just love their football team. So, and I, you know. It's not like the Cowboys fans rolling in there, so or, or 49ers. 49ers these days. I saw a Cowboys fan. He actually didn't get it that bad at the tailgate that I was at. But the Bills are the one where that you would be welcomed into the tailgate. Like you wouldn't be booed or turned away. They oh, would no. welcome you into the tailgate. So it but it is it has that vibe of it's like it's a holiday, it's a home game, it's a nine and one team. Everyone's really excited, riding high. I think it'll be loud. I think it'd be a, a, mm-hmm. a great game. And, 425 primetime under the lights. I think it's a it's a locked in team. Oh, Kelly Green jersey. So it kind of reminds me of that Dolphins game where it's just like we we keep bringing up vibes this week and it just feels like a a, a good vibes game for the Eagles and uh, a, a week where they're probably going to be mentally locked in. I I mentioned this on my recap of the Chiefs game. Could be an emotional hangover after that game. I know a thing or two about hangovers. Uh, this one is uh is big, but. I think that they're going to be focused. And they, the only other thing too, that, and I think they will be focused. I think Sirianni has this team focused week to week. The only other thing that I guess could be a fear is, is like you said that they're, the bills are down a bit kind of, I don't want to say overlooking them, but looking ahead a little bit to the 49ers. That's that could be your only fear. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, From a from a game from a mental standpoint with the game, and we'll transition here into the X's and O's of sorts. But I think in sports, when you play a team who's super athletic, fast, really intense with everything they do, like the Chiefs' defense, when you play the next person, you're like, whoa, everything's just slowed down. You know, like when you're getting pressed nonstop. Like the Eagles were, they were getting blitzed nonstop in a driving rain and wind in the cold. And all of a sudden, it's like, and the Bills do have a good defense. But after that, you're like, whoa, I can breathe. Like, we yeah. can run our offense. Yeah, and we're home. We're home. We could, Yeah, we've got Kelly Green on. That gives us a plus one boost of speed. Yeah. I, I think it, it, it almost settles you mentally. I think A.J. Brown's going to have 200 yards in this game. He might have 566. Again, with the, I I saw that some like the New York Post wrote about how he's yelling at Jalen Hurts. Guys, got come to Kevin's Thanksgiving Turkey Day game. You're gonna see more yelling at his family friendly Thanksgiving morning Turkey Day football extravaganza than you will with that AJ Brown thing on the sideline. Yep. I guarantee it. And I mean, also, have we never watched? football before yeah. or wide receivers before 
Yes, I think this all the time. And again, it's AJ Brown is the meme where it's like, why are you booing me? I'm right. Like he was right. He beat his guy, went deep, and it would have been a touchdown. And it hurts yeah. under through it thinking he was running the hitch. He was right. <laughs> and like, and there is arguments in relationships. Like my wife yeah. yells at me daily. <laughs> That's what happens. Okay. <laughs> Usually I'm not right. Usually she is. But I, you know. It happens, and then you kiss and make up, and then he throws him the ball again, except for this last game because it was just one catch. But mm-hmm. I, I, there's nothing to be it, – it's just – it's so overplayed. It's so overbearing. It's just – Not an issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I do think they will – they've gone to different formations to make up for the Dallas Goddard thing. Grant Calcaterra looks like he has an ankle injury now too, so it's going to be a lot of four wide using DeAndre Swift as a wide receiver. I think it'll be a lot of emphasizing getting AJ Brown the ball. Yep. And uh, I'm interested to see the ways in which they do it. They only really took like one deep shot. And honestly, he probably should have had a touchdown in that Chiefs game. He just misread it. And if he kept running, he oh, went yes. to like high yep. point the ball. And yep. if he just kept running underneath it, he would have scored a touchdown. So yep. the shots are there. I'm sure they'll take them, but I'm interested in the other ways that they get him the ball. I think the disruption and chaos that the Chiefs blitzes caused factored in AJ not getting the ball. Yes. Yep. And the, the driving rain and the mm-hmm. wind and the sound. And I, my, watching that game, I was like, wow, they're really loud. Like, I can't even hear the announcers. I was like, would you like me to tell them to shut up? Like, yeah, it's the arrowhead. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I saw a tweet that compared the Eagles this year to the 11 and 0 Steelers and, 2020 i'm like are we forgetting a little something in that year that happened it was uh the steelers were playing teams jv teams on a tuesday in front of 52 fans so it's a little bit different yeah but uh they uh yeah they they played well in that environment and now come back home to lincoln financial field for another kelly green game it just feels like uh again i love the usage of Devontae smith they had him over in the middle. I love that when they missed him the first time, went right back to him. I like that a lot. And that should go same kind of mindset with AJ Brown. If it's not there, it will be there again. And they ran some schemes like Brian Johnson's getting killed, but there were some things in the second half they did that I really liked where they had that one play where the, the they, wide receiver screens back to back. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this, this might not be the week to be like, no, go back to it. Try it again <laughs> after that. When we had BLG on, he brought this up and it's like, it's not necessarily the plays. It's also the personnel. It's like, yes. Okay. You tried to run the wide receiver screen to Devonte Smith. It didn't work then. Why do you think then it would work for Julio Jones and Olamide Zacchaeus? Like, let's just think things through in what we're doing. All right. Mm-hmm. That's where they need to give Jalen Hurts, like, the for him to just be like, nope, we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Which did kind of see- Dak Prescott has be- begun to do with Mike McCarthy, we've seen. Yeah. Did you see that uh, Jalen Hurts audibled? into that Devontae deep shot to the one yard line. Oh, did he that really? was not the, that was not the original play call. Jalen audible into that. I, that's, I mean, every star quarterback should run the offense. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. Uh, but I, I am like, the, I, I, I do agree with you and they have a good feel of the game. If they're a good quarterback, how often is Jalen audibling into this QB draw? that may kill him because yeah, they keep going. To, it feels like they're just going to that 
every single time something goes wrong, it's like, all right, well, we'll bail it out with his legs. Yep. And it's 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 third and eight. Like, ah, and everyone sees it coming now. When they scored a touchdown on it, that was the perfect setup for it because they had gone the 35-year run to DeAndre Swift, which is a really creative play where they almost got him on like the wing T type of formation. Yep. And came he was coming, uh, started in the uh, slot and handed him the ball. And then after that, Devontae Smith starts in the backfield he gets the ball out in the flat at second and five, and then you go to the QB draw. It feels like they are going to that as a break glass in case of emergency, bail us out. Like that's what everyone's going to do when you're Thanksgiving football game. Mm-hmm. Oh, we need a score. Let me use my legs. I'm going to turn back the clocks. You know, the Eagles I'm don't going, have. I'm to going do deep that. once, and then I'm getting the oxygen. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, I, the usage of the utilization of the QB draw is what concerns me and I but I think they had it figured out they did some creative things in the second half let's carry that over into the, the into the Bills game and see what we can do from there I just I just see this game kind of being almost sort of like the last Kelly Green game against Miami where they're just going to be in control most of the game they're going to they're going to do what they want to do um they're going to get a turnover or two from Josh Allen we know that and they win the game something like 33-16. 23-20. You know? And yep. Reddick gets a sack at the end. Who I'm calling out would be my X factor this week. Uh, on on the, the Bills offensive line has not been great. Deion Dawkins is good. Shout out Temple. You already know. He's good. The opposite side of that line, very, you know, shaky. That's Reddick's side. He could tee off. The Bills, we've talked about this before. The Eagles want to get you in third and 12 and then bring four with Sweat and Reddick and Carter and just get after you. And that turns into sacks. It turns into fumbles. It turns into interceptions. The running game for the Bills has struggled, and it feels like it's struggled for them my entire life. Yep. You know, since Marshawn Lynch was traded from the Bills to the Seahawks, I feel like they've been struggling in the run game. If that happens again on Sunday, all of a sudden, you've got Hassan Reddick teeing off on you on third and 12, and it's Josh Allen pirouetting, throwing off his back foot into Reed Blankenship's hands. Yep. I, I will say the one thing that the Chiefs defense, you know, we always say, do teams find the blueprint? Like, remember a couple of years ago with Dak and that that shell coverage, the, the high mm-hmm. safeties, like, oh, the the – Denver Broncos found the the blueprint to beat. That, that was the NFL version of an escape room. <laughs> Literally. They locked every quarterback in there and gave them a few hints on how to figure it out. Oh, God. But <laughs> I think the Chiefs kind of opened the door a little bit on how to go after this Eagles offense. And I'm interested to see if the Bills kind of try and do the same thing where they, they attacked – the Eagles offense on first and second down. They weren't allowing them to be in those certain shorts. I mean, I felt I was like, I haven't seen the tush push all night until like the end of the game. I felt like so attacking the Eagles offense, having them in in second and long third and long all night that takes them out of their rhythm and what they like to do. Um, So I think that's how teams are going to start to try and play the Eagles now. Not every defense has the ability to do what the Chiefs are doing, but some of these teams that the Eagles are going to be playing in the next couple weeks, I think the Bills have the ability to do it. The 49ers have the ability to do it. And I think the the Cowboys, if they change their thought process, they have the ability to do it too. So I think I'm very interested to see how these next few teams attack 
the offense of the Eagles. I think when the Eagles were in shotgun on third and one and didn't do the tush push, I could have thrown my television from here in Maniunk to South Philly and Xfinity Live. I could not believe the stupidity behind that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are right, though, in terms of like, I thought pre-snap the Chiefs did such a good job mm-hmm. of confusing the Eagles, not showing where they're going to bring pressure, what edge were they going to bring pressure with, moving Chris Jones around. I thought they did a phenomenal job with that. But you're right. A lot of that is, okay, you're on the road. It's loud. Like you're, you're at a silent count where Cam Jurgens has to turn around. Look at her. It's, yep. okay, we're good. All right, tab Kelsey, snap the ball. A little bit different at home. A little bit easier to communicate and pick up blitzes when you're not having a crowd. It, you know, you just talked about the, the crowd being loud there at Arrowhead, and it was. It's a little bit easier to communicate then, so it's not easily replicated. And also, that's just like a, a really, really good defense. Absolutely. And Sean McDermott, like great defensive mind, so we'll see if they're – I'm sure they're going to try to replicate some of those things. The Eagles adjusted well in the second half to that too, that the screen game was there and was effective to DeAndre Swift, and I feel like that was the counter to the pressure. So we'll see. I think they bounce back from well. You're right. I think that's what the Bills were going to try. We'll see how that goes at Lincoln Financial Field instead of like a hostile arrowhead. Back-to-back game against former Eagles coaches. How about oh, that? yeah. Revenge tour. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Reid, Sean McDermott. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I Yeah. I, I think I the was, Eagles win. I think they go to 10-1, and one and then it, it sets up probably – um, close to as big of views, uh, 49ers Eagles. That's just going to be hostile. Yeah. Like the Chiefs, the Chiefs game was fun. I was just like excited for everything that was going into the game. And it's a rematch of the Super Bowl. How rare is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I respect Mahomes as you should. Travis Kelsey, awesome. Uh, I just thought that's an all around, just fantastic moment. Taylor Swift, I wish she was there. Like all of it. I was just like in it for the spectacle. I obviously wanted to win. The 49ers is not like this at all. There is a vitriol I have for this team and their fan base that doesn't match anything else I feel right now. And you may feel it because, you know, you keep running to them as well. Mm -hmm. We might have to be birds versus bills or birds versus boys versus Niners. Niners. It's it's gotten to that point. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot different. Their fans like to cry. They like to, they're just, yeah. I mean, that Ufunga uh, um, injury. injury is going to hurt them big time. I think so too. Yeah, that is big. But they, they had started to got, they had started to get healthier and you saw like with Debo back and with Trent Williams back, what that offense really yep. is. And it's Brock Purdy with three touchdowns in the first three drives, you know? So they, they are in a good spot, but I am a, uh, I'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Exactly. I'm going to more focused say, on this build. Just like we told the team not to do. We can't. Yeah, we're looking at the 49ers. But yeah, I I I'm honestly like not focused on that 49ers game at all. I'm excited for this Bills game. Yep. Uh, like I told you before, I was up watching the Eagles replay at 1 a.m. I get me to Sunday so I can watch the Eagles Bills game. I'm excited for it. Amen. And also before we get out of here, um whoever sent me this sweatshirt, if you were watching or your fan, I don't know how, but thank you. It's probably the most comfortable sweatshirt I have now, and I still don't know who or how I got it. Why can't an Eagles person do that for me? Don't know. Let's get the Nike. Yes, I'm playing with a pop toy. I, I have a new shirt. My friend runs a coffee company, and this is like a, and I got this one for free, and it fits great. 
So nothing, nothing better than free. Three ninety nine. This is phenomenal, and it's it fits good. Hold on, this is for YouTube. The back is awesome. Beans, oh, I love it. It's a, love it. A coffee company. So it was El Padre. It's good. And as we are recording this right now, Eastern Michigan is beating Buffalo twenty four to eight. So not good vibes happening in Buffalo right now. Ooh, I hope it's twenty four to eight against another Buffalo team this weekend. Amen. All right, my friend, you got anything else or should we head into uh, Buffalo? Let's head into Buffalo. What a week. Enjoy every football game. Enjoy the family time. Don't get hurt in the Turkey Bowl. game. No injury. I, I've been saying this since the week after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. If you're the Eagles, just don't get hurt. Yep. If you're playing in a Thanksgiving game, don't get hurt. I can't. Can't afford it. Can't afford to get hurt. So literally. We'll- Financially, we cannot afford to get hurt. Yeah. I I will never financially recover from this. That would be me. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you for watching. Uh, Enjoy the Sunday football um, because it's quickly coming to a close. The other night, my wife was like, why can't you just go to sleep like a normal person? And I said, do you want my PowerPoint presentation on how little time we get to spend with football and how that window is closing very quickly, how it is where we are in the season already blows my mind. Um, The playoffs will be here before we know it. College football is basically over. So enjoy every second of the football that we have. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. If you're watching us, thank you very much. Follow us everywhere we are on social media. TikTok, Twitter, or X, Instagram, we're everywhere, Birds vs. Boys Pod. And anywhere you listen to your podcast, we are there as well for your full episodes. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the football. We will be back next week. Boom. Nice. Chris Hansen here, and I'm going to need you all to take a seat right over there and check out Birds vs. Boys. I think you're completely right here, and I hate it. Yep. Hey, idiots. Stop doing dumb things. I got two phones. Upside alert. Upside alert. I might go insane. I think you're already there. There's no hope. Hope Studio. is gone. If this was an AFC North podcast, we'd be done in 15 minutes. Bob Hope. I'm going to drink bleach. That is- the team you promised me you were going to be this year. This is the Consciously Hopeful podcast. I'll be watching.